What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey guys, before we get started, just want to take a quick moment to thank Deer Cam Coffee and Yeti for everything they do to help keep us awake and energized for the whole show to keep you guys entertained. Make sure you subscribe and stick around to all Boner Plant stuff so you can get into chances to win things. And uh, hey, let's have some fun. The BHP Podcast is presented by bowhunterplanet.com. Join the hunt. Support for the Bowhunter Planet Podcast is provided by HHA Sports, Cold Steel Knives, Scott Archery, Burris Optics, Element Outdoors, Reveal Cellular Trail Cams, Deer Cam Coffee. Additional support is provided by Yeti. Hey guys, welcome to Bowhunter Planet. This is the podcast. So we are, uh, we're here tonight, um, kind of kicking off the uh the end of the deer season conversation man it's been a a long ride over the last couple of months here up in the michigan michigan hunting season and uh, it's been uh good and bad i think for all of us so dave i know you're pretty excited about your season i can i can tell by the smile uh jamie and i on the other hand (laughs) yeah pretty much it's just so weird it's such a weird scenario like, how the heck does that happen? Number one, how do we see one buck? That, I mean, actually, we've seen a couple of bucks, but how do we only get one chance, I guess, is what kills yeah. me <clears throat> after all that time we spent there. I didn't even pull my bow back. Well, I <laughs> did pull my bow back, but it was too small. I let him go. Let him, he let him go, let him grow, I guess. Yeah, the, the only time <laughs> I ended up putting my bow on a deer was when I was uh, practicing for gun because <laughs> they were too far away. <laughs> I was like, I was aiming down going, pew. it's always been a thing that i that that i've done is you know the eight outside the ears and maybe that's not a good uh a good plan for michigan (laughs) yeah it just makes it hard it makes it really tricky you know you know i'll tell you man it's been um i was doing doing adding up the days in my head today and was out in the field for 17 days this year wow that's like a record you got nothing to show for it you learn things. Uh, I learned. I learned that I should. I should give up hunting and probably just go bird hunting from now on. <laughs> you know, 
I don't know. This whole hey, you know on planet thing, I, I, I might need to uh, rethink this. Uh, just leave it to the pros, Tim. Leave it to the pros. Are we? <laughs> I am. I got it done, baby. <laughs> <laughs> on your third attempt I mean, this year, yeah. but okay. Congrats, Dave. Nine <laughs> big, well. One for ten. Nine big one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, it's been crazy, man. I had, I had an opportunity. Um, so just kind of recapping this last trip we took. So it was um, what we were hoping was going to be the rut. I, I think we should talk about that and kind of what we were seeing a little bit rut action wise, but we missed it. Yeah. That's what I've been hearing. Um, so, so this last week that we were there um, I had one opportunity. I, I saw some deer like early, early on. I think the night that you, that you shot yours, Dave, I saw, you know, a group of six that came out, um five does and a buck that came out all at once they were too far away and <laughs> what are you doing here? what i'm just advertising what's the problem <laughs> oh god i just can't i'll just advertise can't. here here we go <laughs> hey, man deer camp coffee there you go although it's not coffee in the cup tonight oh snap um, what is it uh what is, really? it? What is in here the claw He's probably got captain. I'm on my second bottle of wine. I'll see. Um, so, so anyway, so then the night that you shot yours, I, you know, I had, I had a group of six come out, um, those in a buck and they were too far away. And then right at last light, I had a doe come in and she was in at 15 and sitting there going, ah, should I pull the trigger? Should I pull the trigger? But it's the, it's the first full day hunting. Right. So you're like, no, if I'm seeing them this early, I'm going to pass on this and I'm going to, I'm going to wait for that buck to come out and we're going to do it. And, uh, it just turns out that they never came out again, ever, ever until, uh, until gun season came out, they came out, you know, long distance, but, um, what a crazy year, man. And, and yeah, Jamie, back to your comment. Um, you know, the, the, the rut action we were hoping for, I think we did miss it. I think it happened literally the two weeks when we left. And we didn't it was, hunt. It was probably the week before we got there. Yeah, that, and that's what I'm hearing from a lot of people is that a lot of people made, saw action early on, and then it, then by the time we got there, they were all done already, which is kind of crazy being that early. And because we didn't go, I mean, we went what the 11th of November, I think was our first day there. Yeah. And uh, I mean, you would think the 11th of November it'd be hot still. Yeah. I mean, even if we we're at the end of it, it would be hot. But it just they they completely disappeared. Well, just think in four or five years, the kids aren't going to be into Halloween anymore. We get to hunt Halloween finally because Halloween. Yeah. Yeah. That's actually a good point, actually. So, yeah, we should probably go through the whole story. I'll let, I don't know if Tim, how you want to start this, but. (laughs) Well, it's really kind of your story to tell, man. I mean, to be honest with you, we we had a, we had a week planned. What a crazy, Uh, I mean, it was literally. Yeah. So this year was planned to be like. I don't know. I mean, it was the whole goal this year we talked about was that, oh, it's COVID time. We need to get out and spend as much time in the field as possible, just because of obviously most of us have more vacation than normal and just different stuff. So we're like, man, let's take a lot longer. So, so, so we got there on a Tuesday. I think it was, we didn't hunt Tuesday though. Right. I don't think so. We hunted Wednesday morning and then Wednesday evening. Did I shoot that buck Wednesday or no, was the evening or Thursday? You shot up Wednesday, I believe. It was oh, yeah, it was like early on. Yeah. So, so Wednesday morning, I go out and uh, I um, 
this I see this buck across the field and it is checking scrapes and, I, and that's why I thought the rut was on from my perspective and I see it run across the field B lines to me and then it goes instead of it goes to the stand I, I'm in let's just call it number one so I'm in stand number one stand number two is behind me about 60 yards so it goes right in front of stand number two and I'm just devastated thinking in my head like I can't believe this you know what's the odds of that right I even grunted this thing just looked up it grunted back and then it all right I bleeded sorry it, it grunted then but it never came and it just kept going following these does that had run by earlier so fast forward I guess to the evening excuse me oh geez Diet Coke got me fast forward to the evening and uh Nopu has to cut behind me to get to um this to his spot and you know not i was just thinking in my mind like well i'm going to sit in the other stand just just because not because i really thought i'd see that deer again but i was thinking maybe my luck will change um and if i had that chance maybe you know who knows right so and i'll just share my screen because i have it open just because it's easier to tell the story but i um and can you guys see the screen yeah. yeah all right so in here you could see uh, for those watching on video, you can see this, obviously. So you have the stand one, stand two. And in the morning, I'm in the stand one. The deer goes to stand two. Um, and and that's that. But then in the evening, the change here is that what happens is that buck, um, that buck actually was bedded in here somewhere. And so as I moved to two, and we actually have a ground blind over here too. So it's over here. So as I moved to two, Jamie comes in and goes to his spot here, which will hook all the way back through here. But what happens is as he does it, he bumps this deer back and the deer goes exactly back the way it came in, which is where I was. I was in the wrong spot earlier. So then literally with within seconds and you can watch this video on YouTube and see some of it. I, mean, I used a GoPro. So this isn't going to be like the best video in the world. But the biggest thing is I wanted to capture this a little bit. So I had it as a memory later in life, too. But you can see he starts just coming in. I mean, literally, he just walks right through here and then I end up shooting him right about here. But at one point he comes here and I, you know, I talk about it in the live feed last week, you know, I was shooting the Botech revolt here. And the critical part about this is you need to be able to hold your bow. And I showed this timer just because if, if someone hasn't held the bow back for a full minute and just waited, I suggest you test yourself with that. I actually had to do this years ago for literally three to four minutes and it was brutal. Um, when I was on a hunt with Struther at Strutherville hunts, it was crazy. Like I held, I had to hold it. If I didn't hold it, the deer was going to see me. So in this case, he's, he's facing me. And I, I just tried to make a decision here and the time keeps going. And this goes to like, like I said, just over a minute till he starts to make a move. So I end up letting down. And then after a minute and then about a minute, 15, 16, he, he decides to go this way. And it was, you know, just, in my mind, I just, I wasn't prepared for that. I didn't think he was going to stop like that, you know? And then here he's looking up and smelling and then he starts going. So I'm like, all right, I thinking, I already see this now. This is one thing we never talk about guys. I don't know why we've never talked about this on the show. We've never talked about projecting your shot. And in my mind, I already had my lanes of where I was shooting when that deer was sitting here. I knew that if this deer went left, I was shooting here. I already knew that because this is a clean path. Same with here. I had this clean path. And if he gets over here, there's a ton of clean paths that you can't see on the screen, but we're there. So I already knew this shot was going down. And then as he gets here, I had to stop him. So I yelled and then he stopped perfectly. Now, unfortunately, I couldn't show the follow through because as I followed through with the GoPro attached to my bow, it came down to my side, obviously. So it didn't work out very well. And 
you know, talking about it's one thing. It was fun. And then finding the deer was incredible. He was literally just piled up. I and mean, I heard him go down. I heard the death drop, you know, when I was there. So it was very exciting. And I think it was probably, I'll just forward a little bit. You guys obviously can watch the full video if you see, see fit, but I, I drug it out here. So right about here, what I was going to say is right about here. I, then I start to gut this deer after this and tag it and everything right about here though, is where I cut my hand open as well. So <laughs> the situation, it got a little bit strange. Again. So I ended up cutting my hand open. I actually still have the scar there. You can see it. And uh, it's a good patch job though. It was Tim did a good job patching. You still like, I mean, you can still see it's still like not hundred percent yet. I would have just burned it with iron. I should have. <laughs> yeah. So I ended up cutting it open with that cold steel knife because it's so freaking sharp. And I came down on it. And I actually, honestly, I think that cut was actually pretty dang deep because I'm pretty sure I felt it hit the bone. <laughs> it was crazy. But um, you know, I saw the blood instantly gushing inside of my inside of those plastic gloves. So I freaked out. And then when uh Tim came because I had to hold my arm like this because it was just gushing. And then when Tim came over, I had blood all over me. I go, that's not from the deer. <laughs> Yeah, so here here I am. It's it's 5:30 and last shooting light somewhere around like 5:50 or something like that. And uh you know, this is right when I was right when I had that doe that came in at 15 yards. I'm waiting for the big boy. And all of a sudden my phone's ringing. And I'm like, what "The frick is Dave calling me for when he knows it's last light?" I'm like, "This guy, I am just like so I'm, I I have my headphones in, so it's like not on speaker or anything like that. I'm like, "Hey, I'm like, hey, what's up?" Oh my God, I'm dying. Oh my God, I caught myself. You have to get over here right away. And I'm like, what are you talking about? I, I caught the deer. I caught my hand when I was, when I was gutting the deer. And I'm like, oh crap, fine. He's, I'm like, so like, how bad is it? He's like, I think I might die. And, and so I'm like, seriously, I'm like, fine. I'll leave my stuff here and I'll go back to my, my, my truck and I'll come pick you up. So I leave all my stuff oh. there scare every deer out of the property, walking back to my truck, drive the whole property back to Dave, go down the trail, which <laughs> I probably shouldn't have done with my truck because that trail was not. No, well. that's not made for um, a truck. It was kind of Hey, I'll say this. If I've, I've ever, my life was at risk, I would like Tim to be there because Jamie, <laughs> anything, he didn't care less. I'm like, text her, but I need help. <laughs> Jamie, Jamie, come, come. that's because the last Jamie text calls. I said, I seen said Tim was coming. I'm like, all right. Jamie yeah, calls like, 30 minutes like, later. I got to be in a chicken. 20 minutes later. Jamie, Jamie finally answers. Yeah, hey, I got to be around. <laughs> anyway, we got a deer out of there though. And then uh, that was it. Yeah. Man. I, it worked out well. And, we got it done and then and then what happened was so then i don't know if it was that night tim or the no i don't think it was that was it that night we stayed up real late or the night before or night after we were it playing was i can't remember now to be honest with you it had to have been wednesday night that we stayed up really late i want to say so anyway long story it could, short it could have been i don't know the, the days all uh, they, they all get the, they all go together at this point i don't know yeah long story short we stayed up late got up early and then i i got a hangover and then about this time, so I'm in my blind the night after and I had this hangover. So I'm like, you know, I got a headache, I got a stomach ache and I get a text from my wife that says, Hey, you know, that party we're at, some people had COVID. So we probably need to get tested. And I'm like, Oh my God. So then I'm like, 
And then hunt cam was ruined. The end. Then hunt cam was ruined. So I'm like, do I have COVID? And then I started getting like sick thinking about it, yeah. you know, because I'm like, maybe I actually have COVID. And I started Dave the poopy out. pants came for the next three days. But it wasn't just me. Tim had an experience too, where he could have been. Tim, Tim wasn't you know, being a poopy pants. Correct. Correct. He wasn't showing any symptoms, but I had a headache and I had a stomach ache then for three days. I guess I'm just used to having a hangover. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I usually take a couple of aspirin. I'm good to go. But man, that thing was just sticking around. And I think it's probably because of fear. But anyway, then uh, I don't know. Bauer didn't get any shots, though, right? No, no, no. I mean, and to be quite honest with you, this is how it goes for me when I and until I, I always do this week of seven or eight days, but I don't usually shoot does and I always wait for a nice one. And then when I go back for Thanksgiving is when Brown is down with the yeah. gun and I fill the freezer. I will say this to be fair. You both had your chances. You chose not to shoot. They weren't bucks. They weren't big bucks. Yeah. I could have shot 50, 50 deer, but that's what I was getting at. I mean, if you not, really wanted just yeah. deer meat though, you could yeah. have capitalized. Yeah. And early in the season, I had a shot at, a, at another doe that was small though. And then that probably wouldn't have, I mean, it was small on top of the one that was out in front of me the night that you cut your hand that I let pass. Um, that was the first one that was really a shooter. So, I mean, in 17 days of hunting, I had one, one animal in front of me shooting distance. That was a shooter. Now, when you guys Good. left, I laid on my stomach, like hiding in the weeds for four straight hours. Well, let's go, let's go through that. Let's, let's go back real quick. So I left Sunday so I left, I already got a deer and I, well, I still wasn't feeling well. So I ended up leaving Sunday and that was opener for gun. So I guess, why don't you guys take it from there? And then Tim, what happened with, until you left Then Jamie can talk about what happened when he left. Yeah, well, su Sunday was probably the worst opener ever. Right. Yeah. So Sunday, this is, this is when, and, and I don't know if it happened to, to everybody in Michigan, obviously, but Gale force wind, wind advisory, you know, 30, I think it was 25 to 35 mile an hour sustained winds with gusts up to 60 miles an hour right well, I, mean, I was holding was the blind with my yeah, hand in, in a blind and it's you know <laughs> in rain on top of it so you know jamie and i both go out in the morning in the morning it's not crazy I, it actually the, the wind didn't actually kick up i don't think until really the later part of the day it was windy but it wasn't like crazy windy um although i think the first part of the day there was some rain that came in some thunderstorms that kind of thing i know because i was sleeping and the then the rain you know woke me up so um so I, Sunday morning, don't see anything. Uh, Sunday evening, Jamie, I think you saw some in the field. Yeah. And you actually, you know, that's the night I, we did. Those. There was a buck running the field. Wasn't a big one, but it was way far away. It was like probably over 200 yards from my spot. And I could just yeah. see its head popping up and over the hill. Yeah. And that was it. Um, Monday rolls around. I don't see anything. Sunday rolls around Sunday evening and I'm not seeing much until last light, last light again. So last shooting light was somewhere around 545, right in that ballpark. Um, I see a doe come out at about 130 yards and I'm watching it going, okay, it's just there. It came, it just popped up over this hill. That's about 130 yards out. So it's standing there, 130 yards, gave me a decent shot. I'm just watching it for a minute going, okay, is there going to be a buck that comes out or not? And it starts to go back down the hill and it stops. And then it starts to come back up the hill and it gives me another shot. And I'm just thinking in the back of my head, I'm like, I passed on that one earlier, like five days ago, which is like the last one that I actually had an opportunity to take. 
I'm like, that's it, dude. I, I, I'm not, I can't regret this anymore. I regret a couple things last year. I regret a couple things this year. I'm hunting from now on with no regrets. So line it up, pull the trigger. It runs to the left. I lose it out of my window, open up the, the left side window on my ground blind so I can see it. And there's this deer running around and I'm like, what the heck is it doing? And it comes right back and stops right where I shot it. Right. And I'm like, you dummy, dude. Like I, I must've missed. So I recock, line it up again, look through my scope. I'm like, oh crap, dude, that's an eight point. So when I shot the doe, there was an eight point behind it in the, in the field, <laughs> like down the hill that I couldn't see. So I line it up. I'm right about to pull the trigger and it takes off. And that was the last opportunity I have. So we, we went out, looked for the doe, couldn't find hair, couldn't find blood. Um, pretty much figure I missed because I don't really hunt gun and don't really practice at 130 yards often. Um, but I, <laughs> I have no regrets at least because I pulled the trigger on that one. So and that was with the, um, uh, that was with the 350 legend. Yeah. I bought a, bought a new savage 350 legend. Now, Jamie cited it in for me, so God knows. I mean, <laughs> it's mine. Probably sabotaged it, you know. Yeah, you yeah. need a better. You need. When he shot you need that to... one bullseye. He was probably aiming. Yeah. Left going, oh, you yeah, need to get off that. that. That monopod shakes too much. You got to get yeah. it like a tripod. Yeah. So, but but got to practice. I mean, when that's yeah. the one. Oh, thing yeah. I learned. So this is my first. I, I guess to, just to tell everybody, that was my first gun hunt ever. I had never hunted deer with a gun before. So, you know, I. I probably shot three or four times with that gun and that's about it but that is the one lesson that i learned is that you need to practice at the distances that you're going to be shooting at you cannot go in there thinking like it's a crossbow or if you sight it in for 30 40 50 60 and you're pretty steady at those distances that 130 with the gun is going to feel like 60 yards with a crossbow it doesn't it's completely different yeah so that's my that's my story i don't know it sucks so I'm a, when did I'm a you loser. Leave? I'm in Loserville, Dave. <laughs> when did you leave then? I left uh, Tuesday morning. So I decided not to hunt Tuesday morning, which was good because Jamie can see the whole property and he didn't see anything. Um, so I packed up and left <laughs> Tuesday morning. Yeah, I could tell they're starting to move a little bit. It was still windy. Yeah. T Tuesday was terrible. But Tuesday night, when I had the place to myself, I kind of like, well, we're, if, if I'm going to do anything with this place to myself, what do I want to do? And I want to, I'm like, I want to get to the other side of the grass runway for where Tim hunts, because that's, you know, he's been for seeing him. is. <clears throat> so I went down. No, we're just, his name's not Elky. But, oh, what's uh, your name him? Tripod. Tripod? <laughs> but we're not talking what? about me. No, not, not yeah, I'm talking about you, Tim. <laughs> but, uh, but uh, so I, so I went and I cut a bunch of pine brows off and kind of built a little brush blind and I laid on my stomach that whole afternoon, but it was still really windy. But probably about four thirty, this nice eight point. It's it wasn't the big one. Uh, I think it might have been the one at the messed up side. He's running right at me, like sprinting at me i'm like well, okay so I, I put my gun on <laughs> oh. put my gun on my uh backpack and i i'm ready to go i'm like he just needs to stop and turn because with that wind i'm not shooting him in the chest yeah you know yeah on me. and he got about 200 yards and all of a sudden he just braked left and went right in the woods i'm like what the hell? oh my god never stopped for a second i would have smoked him he's just gone i'm like what you know, I'm not taking runny shots and all that crap with that. Yeah. There's no way, but and he nuts. never came back after that. I never really saw anything else. I saw a little baby spike before I came home 
what was it, Thursday or Wednesday? I can't remember. That's crazy. So, yeah, lame. So uh, now when I go back and take Travis out, maybe he can get me a nice dough. <laughs> <laughs> He can, he can but no, I mean, there's always late season two, I guess. I mean, they're probably going to start putting that fence up soon, so I, I don't know how that's going to work out. But yeah, yeah, I was probably going to start taking Connor locally just so because Kevin get me on. So I figure, yeah, probably the best thing to do for him. And there's does coming in every day, and his cameras are hotter than ours. Yeah, dude, his, I know. Cameras, his cameras light up like 12 times a day, dude. There's deer batteries are wearing out. Did you see the battery thing came up? It's no, a battery that... wearing out. I probably, I probably got to shoot those coyotes. With a yeah, that's a good yeah. idea, actually. Yeah, look at that big old coyote in your spot, no boom. Jeez, dude, I think it was like a wolf. That's the one I hit. It's a massive one. I forgot to tell that story. So one morning, this it was, it was still dark out, but this this dog runs in, and I'm like, that's got to be a coyote, but I can't really see that well. So let me, you know, so he stopped for a second. And I'm looking just to make sure it's not the neighbor's dog. And I said, then his face turned at me. I'm like, that's a coyote. And then he starts moving again, you know, doing a little trot. Yeah. He's probably at 30. And I, I'm like, Boop. and I walking I at I, 30. Yeah. I hit him, but yeah, I don't think I killed him, obviously. Dang it. Teach him a little lesson, though. <laughs> well, you didn't something all those there rabbits, dude. There's a crap ton of rabbits on that property. That's fine. Oh, it, oh, they don't seem to really bother our deer that much because you'll watch, watch that coyote walk by, and five minutes later, the deer walk right into our deer. Yeah, yeah. I don't think deer are really on the menu unless they have like fawns and stuff. Yeah, or they're injured. Springtime, different story. But by the time they're big enough in the in the uh, in the fall time, I don't think they're really on the menu anymore. But no. or they're wounded by us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I don't know, man. We got a. They've had good lives back there. <laughs> yeah, uh, we got we got once this fence goes up, we got to reevaluate everything and do yeah. stuff right because we're not we're uh, we're not doing it right. Yeah, we got to figure that out. Tim's in a bad spot. I I don't think that place in the woods is right for me. The twenty footer's always been good. I feel like it's the only Pretty spot good. that's been consistent. Everything else is trash. That, so don't get it. Wrong. The front bowl, the this cutoff spot that uh, Bauer shot his buck. The bull's dead this year. That's what's weird about it. Although the buck I shot came out of the bull and then over to yeah, that side. It's hard. It's almost impossible to hunt it and get an opportunity. Yeah, no, I get so. it. It's hard to hunt that spot. That's why I love that tree stand that you put up there. I love it. I feel like it's a great cutoff, but nothing comes through it most of the time, you know, but it's a great but cutoff. It's, it's got to be higher and it's got to be tucked in more. Yeah. And, and actually, to be honest, I feel like maybe it's one section back. So I think it needs to go up like 50, no, like a hundred yards into the next opening. Cause I feel like more deer nah, you get busted. That. There's no way to oh, okay. see that. It. That's why we got to get Ron out there. <laughs> yeah. We, so we, we, we got to stop. Oh, that looks like a nice tree with nothing around it. <laughs> a bunch of jackasses. Here actually the stand that me and Tim put up is very well. It's actually not now, but it when when, when early season, it was like perfect. Oh yeah. I was tucked in there yeah. and they came around well, we my gotta, We got to find yeah. something well, inside think, a cedar or even next yeah. to a pine tree. There's, there's I think that's where there. we have it right with Dave's though, is like that, you know, when we're, when we're setting up these spots, we got to, I, I don't know, part of me says we got to stop this mentality of this spot and then a hundred or 200 yards away, we can set up something else. It needs to be like, here's a good spot. But if they don't come out here, they're definitely coming out here. Well, so exactly what happened to you, we got a good corner for early season, but late season, they weren't coming out there. They were coming out 60 yards behind you. Yes. So that, yeah. You just got to pepper those areas. So we exactly. can win. That was the perfect where they're at. 
because I could adjust to what was happening mentally. Now, if that tree stand wasn't there, if the 20 footer wasn't there, I never could have made that adjustment, but that adjustment allowed whoever's hunting that area to make two moves, especially the wind. If the wind was a different way, you could adjust where you were going to sit as well. Yeah. If the wind was blowing into those woods that, you know, behind the 20, that's where they come out most of the time. You wouldn't want to sit there. You may, you sit at the front one and get lucky if they come out and cut the corner. I mean, that, I think that'd be the same wind. I don't know. Maybe. Well, it depends where they're That's coming from the north. You're blowing in the woods. No, true. I'm just looking at the angle. We we honestly really don't have anything for a north. No, we don't. We don't have anything for the winds. No. No, I mean. I know guys that hunt 40 acres that have five stands. And they're like, well, I I go here in the morning. I see where they're at. And then I'll make my adjustment there. If I know that they went this way at night, then I know which way they're traveling back. So that's going to make me, you know, I'm going to pick the big problem during the evening. Big problem is us. Yeah, we, so we, we yeah. suck no, sure. at it. We need Ron. We need somebody yeah. that knows what they're doing. We I don't even. I mean, in all we're like, oh look, look this property. There's a there's a trail here and a piece of deer poop. Let's put up a stand. You that's know pretty much I mean? it. No, we, that, we have no clue right. what we're doing. I love no, it. No, that's right. That's a great well, philosophy. You're right on that one. I I think what we need to do is we need to we need to get in there earlier in the season. We need to get in there and like August, with him, set up with some him. cameras with Ron. Yeah, we need with to pick Ron. some good spots. Okay, cool. Ron, Ron can come if he wants to come. But Tim, you have me. no clue what you're doing. <laughs> I mean, neither do I. You know what I'm saying? No, like, I'm just kidding. But I, I, I think we got, that we got to learn. Like, that's the, that's the whole thing. Yeah. My other two spots that I had, right? I, I have my field spot, which is really what I was banking on for gun. The other spot that I had was kind of like, well, it seems like a good spot, but we'll see what happens. But other than that, I got to back up on the 15 where I shot one two years ago. So that'll be my backup backup one. Right. And it was just kind of sh- a shot in the dark. It really was. Yeah. There wasn't really any planning for it at all. But and I think just, that's what just, we need just, to do. Just, a lot just to literally, I mean, I'm not blowing a lot of smoke up around his butt right now, but just to watch him figure out a spot. Like when I went out there and we put up those sticks and I mean, he just walks out there and looks, he walks, looks at the trails. He finds a perfect tree with a vine hanging down and then just yeah. chops the shit out of it and then puts up a line <laughs> it's like ladder. i mean he's got it all set up I mean, we did it in 45 minutes it was probably the most perfect setup i've ever seen at our property now you guys understand i, like, huh? yeah, I know it sucks we should just give money to keep that one there <laughs> it was crazy i'm like <laughs> I'll if, show you guys something. This, if we did stuff like this all over property and, and let him tell us why and when and when to hunt it that would work but we're lazy and we, you know, we'll we, get it. Yeah, but that's right. great for you tree stand guys. I think that's you a can, lot you can, than like I mean, you can, ground all one. you need is a ladder stand. They have nice ladders yeah. now. Yeah, you gotta kind of check this out. I just saw this. I was thinking about you, know, boom. Oh my god, yeah, isn't that so, cool? Does it shoot deer itself? <laughs> oh, that's a carbon zero. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I heard that's cool. That. They got it mounted on here though. I didn't know they did that wow. yet. Yeah, they'll probably come on your next one. I'm gonna have to ask him for that one next time we do a bow review with him because that's sick, dude. Good lord, that adds a lot of interest right there to me. You got the button there too, which I don't get that part. Maybe oh, it's just to tap it to see the uh, reset probably. To range it, dude. That looks sick on there. I wonder if it if it adjusted for you then. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So you I'm click sure, it. No, that's what it did. It, I thought that's what <laughs> the zero did. Yeah, that's insane, dude. Let's go ten point. I don't know if 10 points launching this year or not, or, you know, this year or next year, I'll find out. I didn't, I didn't hear yet. Also, I want to show, uh, looks like we are going to have a new sponsor, Shadow Hunter. Very exciting um, coming up. So we're going to be doing some stuff with these guys and, uh, you know, 
like this is Taj Mahal here cool, for, yeah. for someone like Tim. This is amazing right here. <laughs> I love it, dude. This would have been the best thing ever at the end of that runway, dude. Oh my god. Yep. This would if we would have had this for like three years ago and had it just sitting there for three years, it would have did. We would see that big bucket and walked right by it, you know. Yep. That's no a problem. Doubt. I have deer down we, we have to find some kind of level land where it's off the runway to put that. Correct. Yeah, it's gonna be some work to get it. You, I, I don't nothing in my mind thinks it's going to be simple simple to do this you know we're going to have to work on it but there's they have a ton of great stuff and looking forward to this deal completely because obviously we've never actually worked with any kind of good gear like this to be honest as far as you know um this goes you know like this is i mean they're sending us the whole shebang guys this is exciting like these so the, chairs they have the uh the state the uh elevation part of it or do you have yeah. to build that yourself well i think well, we have to get the wood yeah, they right. give you all the brackets, but you got to buy the wood, right? Yeah, yeah. So we'll we'll uh more to can come. Can you find on this. that? Uh, can you find that cart? Yeah, it's in the accessories. But yeah, you can see like th this is like a full kit, right? Except for the wood, you still have to have the wood to build the poles. Uh, but this is what they look like. You know, this is amazing in my opinion. But yeah, so the cart, Tim. I don't think the cart will hold the the, the big one, which is the one I would you know really want. Yeah, that one's really nice. But the cart has, um, it's in the accessories. Hold on. Yeah, go to it because something tells me I think it's expandable up to six feet. Uh, all right, let's see. Let's see, they got, dude, look at all this stuff. You got hangers for the inside, they got a shelf system. I mean, this is crazy. You know, uh, portable. This thing is sick, dude. Yeah, all see, right. it just up oh, the yeah, you're right. lines up to six feet. Wow. Yeah, so this is it. This thing is sick. But that is, um, I'm loving this thing, dude. That thing's so, gonna be awesome. So, Nopun, what Tim was talking about with this is that the idea of this would be this system would go up and onto the trailer, the our big trailer, and then we can move it around that way to like different, you know. Then you have to tie it down, obviously. But then when you get to a location, you can you can you know pull that off. You could back it onto the trailer with the UTV or ATV, then to go put it where you want it, if you want to get super portable. Like, so if Tim wants to take it to John's and then bring it home. That's how he would do it, you know. But look at levels itself. You could level it. I mean, that's sick, dude. That is really something. Yeah, so I'm excited. I'm excited to do some stuff with these guys. It'll looking be a lot of fun. To getting, yeah, really looking yeah. forward to, to working with them. And, and kind of, I'm a ground blind guy. I mean, that's just what I like. Um, I never really liked sitting in a tree stand. I've always got – I'm just that guy that always gets busted. That's just me. And the blinds just give me comfort knowing that I'm not going to get busted and uh, because I'm not really a good hunter. So, you know, <laughs> Hey, it's not always about being the best hunter. It's about having fun <laughs> learning. I mean, honestly, like I, I would never say I'm the best hunter in any means, you know, you would uh, even way. with my friends, I would never say like to any every night you're like, I got a deer. <laughs> I did not. I, 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 held back. I held back this year on purpose, but I really wanted to believe me. <laughs> <laughs> Oh God, I've been in Loserville for two years straight. It sucks. So How does it slide down? Do you see that? Hold on. Let's look at that window. Oh, look, it goes on the outside and comes down. It was like here and now it's down there. Okay. No, I like those. Yeah, dude. This is these are nice. This is like top notch. So very exciting. Um yeah, so more to come on that uh, as we get moving. And then also Kevin got a buck too. So that's something to talk about. Uh, him and Bob shot this nice, or well, Kevin shot this nice one on Bob's property with his crossbow. So that was exciting. That happened too. This, I think it was that the same day I got mine or the day after? I think it was the day after. I can't remember. Yeah, so Kevin actually, he's looking at getting it mounted. He did uh, He did bring the whole, the whole head home. So cool. I, on the other hand, got my horns, which I'll show you guys next week on the show. I do have them upstairs, but I don't want to go up there. I'm lazy. 
but they are here. So thanks to No Boom picking them up. Thank you, No Boom. Now, mm-hmm. only because he didn't shoot one. <laughs> now I have the set that set now, and then I have uh, the set that uh, I shot two years or three years ago, and No Boom found in the river. So I have both. So one smaller, one bigger. <laughs> it's all covered up, No Boom. You're lucky. I know. <laughs> thank god so i'm gonna mount those though i'm gonna go i'm gonna actually look into uh some sort of mount i don't know i have to look on amazon and bass pro or whatever i'm gonna look for a cool mount that might have a picture so you can at least put a photo of the situation you know yeah. the you gotta make an antler chandelier to go over your you gotta go on pinterest yeah yeah that's right that'd be cool do some maybe you could do something with antlers that'd be kind of cool hey the neighbor kid's making uh rings out of antlers now that's kind of oh cool. really? Yeah. He asked me if I need antlers, but I said, I don't know, man. You're gonna need big diameter antler for yeah. that. I don't kill big yeah. bucks. And not only do I not kill big bucks, those kind of antlers are not gonna be cheap to get, I can assure you. Yeah, you ain't anything in like... that mass, you know, the mass stuff. However, you know, if you're gonna sell them for a hundred bucks a ring, I'm yeah, sure it's just worth go it. on eBay and get them. Yeah, dude, that's cool though. And they're really not that bad because I was I'm sick and tired of giving my dog all my sheds that I find takes me years and hours he, he could do a mule deer or elk probably huh that probably be a little thicker probably you know cheaper because yeah. not cheaper but thicker and you probably work with it more yeah you can get yeah. a big old elk antler for like 200 bucks i think i think we paid we have that big one at kevin's i think we paid 75 dollars for that yeah. that's like well, the last shed. one i looked at was like at 100 you should get an elk one open that makes more sense it'll last a lot longer <laughs> Yeah, right. Walking around, can't get it through the door. Or you can go get a little tiny piece from the store for 12 bucks. Yeah, it's crazy how expensive. Yeah, I know. It's crazy. Now I see why you need to find more sheds over and over. Like I'm giving her all my messed up ones. No, I'm running out of messed up ones. You You should should just take her to the woods. You probably find them. You should cut off the hooves, keep the hooves for when you're ready to really train her. Mm -hmm. Good idea. Should have took mine. Oh, we're good. I got two of my freezer. I actually, I, I'll, I'll have to get you one because I have two of my freezer. I only need one. So yeah, I don't know if my if my dad takes a trav out, then I might just go out and shoot everything that moves and fill the yeah. fill everybody's freezer. I mean, we got unlimited tags. We might as well do it. It's not a bad idea. I'll take it. It's about that time. Mm-hmm. Cool guys. All right. Well. Thanks for joining us this week, guys. We appreciate it. Uh, sorry we were out for a while there, but we'll be back here weekly again. We just uh, had some hunting to do, you know. It got busy. We had to kill something, too. You guys didn't just some, do all the hunting. We had some nature watching. Yeah, I had some sitting to do. <laughs> <laughs> it was fun for the most part. So uh, and, you know, I was talking, uh, so really important news I almost forgot to mention. So first off, <clears throat> first off, we have, Matthews just launched their bows. So if you were paying attention to the industry, we did do the video. I did it in my backyard. It was really interesting <laughs> due to COVID. I couldn't get into the studio, but um, I don't have COVID, but I'm saying due to the COVID scenario, I couldn't get to the studio. You don't so have COVID yet. And no. I do by myself. It was horrible. It's a lot of work. And uh, anyway. I can come over. You want me to come over? No. Yeah. So no, video... Tim, so let's, let's go over there and have the studio. <laughs> um, so... So uh, anyway, so they launched. So this cool new V3. It's a great bow. If you guys haven't shot it, check it out. Uh, we just got news that Bowtech is now public. V3, I just noticed your V-neck, dude. Can you pull that up a little bit? Oh, yeah, that's, that's, that's a lot that's, of hair. That's uh, pretty sexy. The heck is wrong with you? <laughs> this is a hunting podcast, okay? What is trying to get comfortable. Podcast. I'm liking my night nights. All right, so then. Did you um, just say night you can't stop the top stop the tape. 
Oh, man. Sorry, go ahead, Dave. We're distracting you there with your clean. You have a European leather carry-all? Are you guys done yet? It's a a European carry-all. Get it all out. out. (laughs) Let's mute you a minute. Okay, go. Bowtech announced two new bows coming in January. They're flagships, which they hesitated in early, which I'm not sure why they did it that way. I haven't figured that out yet. Um, because all the other companies were launching, but Hoyt is not launching until January now either. So it's going to be Hoyt, Bowtech in January, Expedition in January. I'm assuming uh, Excalibur, I'm assuming 10 point. I haven't talked to them yet, but I'll find out this week. And uh, who else am I missing there? Fair already launched and they're seeing Elite huge. Elite already did too, didn't they? Elite already launched. I know Bear's seeing really big sales already. So like record numbers. So very. Yeah, I need that Fred Bear recurve thing. So awesome. So that's yeah. really cool. So a lot going on there. Uh, as far as broadheads go and testing and all that stuff, I, I do want to do some more ballistic stuff coming up. And I, uh, I just got a call from, I talked to Bear this week and uh, um, they want me to play around with that uh, F3. So I told them I would hunt with it. I have been using that Muzzy 1 and that thing's solid. I mean, I can't say anything bad about that broadhead. It has literally killed everything I shot at it. Kevin shot a deer with it. It's a fixed blade. If you haven't seen it, solid P, a CNC. It's a great broadhead. So now I'm going to test out this F3 from uh, Sick Broadheads. That's part of the uh, Bear Archery uh, group. And uh, so we'll see. I'll let you guys know how that shoots. I, did we test the, I don't know. I know we did a ballistics test. Was it that one or was it the other one? Uh, FCB3. It was like four letters. I can't remember. Was it a fixed blade? Yeah. So I think it was the same one. So I think we're good, but that you did it with a crossbow, yeah. but I, and that was vicious, dude. That thing blew right through that. It was unbelievable. Um, sick broadheads. Let me just see this real quick here. <laughs> okay. So the SK2 is the one I was thinking in my mind, but that's the mechanical. And then there's the F3. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. This thing. And then, okay. Yeah. All right. No, I'm not, I understand. And then they have an F4 and F4 CB. So the F3 is the one I'm going to play with here. Maybe I should do late season with that. I just got to get set up a bow now. I had to tear my other bow apart because I needed the whisker biscuit to do the Matthews video. <laughs> so my sighted in bow, I had to get unsighted in. So we'll see. Maybe I'll start with that Matthews for this year, the rest of the year here. See how that goes. I think it looks pretty good. You put bad. a peep in it? Um, great point. No, there's no peep in it. Yeah. Um. That needs to happen. But yes, great point. In fact, I talked to Bear, which owns Trophy Ridge, and they are going to send me a bunch of the peeps that don't need to be tied in, which is what I really want. Um, have you guys seen that thing yet? No. Dude, you don't have to tie them in. So you, you got the, you have to get them in, but you don't have to tie them in. Oh, well, you got to get over there and get to the press. Correct. I'll be good. I'll be, I'll be able to go there starting Sunday night. So tomorrow night. Um, so I'm good. I'm not worried about that because I'm I'll be in my own quarantine here. Um, it's fictional quarantine. Fictional quarantine. You're right. It's basically a fictional quarantine. Tell his wife. I don't think I'll see you guys again probably until like 2022. So I'll tell you, I love you. It's been yeah, a lot I mean, of fun. You know, it's that, been great. I figured it's because you were playing around with all the new the kids' new Christmas gifts without them knowing about it, and they found out. Oh yeah, oh, I, I had oh, to really? have that conversation. Oh, yeah, yeah. What they, the they walk Thanks in? for that, Dave. Crap hit the fan hardcore. I'm like, I got. Ty was like, Griffin said uh, Dave's got the exit. I'm like, oh, sure. Uh-oh. <laughs> yeah, it went down. 
so we had we sat here last night shannon and i and we did a uh um, intervention a, a john crawl birthday online bash thing and so he comes in here and he looks behind this monitor which i had it back there stuffed you know where you that's why i have it so low and he freaking <laughs> stood right where you could see in there i'm like are you serious and he's like, <laughs> I'm like, oh my God, I'm like, get out, get out, you know? And then like, and then he sent a text to Shan, you guys are liars. <laughs> I'm like, you know what? Just take it, get out of here. It's over, whatever. I'm not gonna, oh, so I got in so much trouble. It's like, why did you even have it out? I'm like, what am I gonna do? I'm down here a week quarantining. I'm bored on my mind. I'm going to rap and I look at it and go, I'm just gonna play it. Why would I just not play it? No one can come down here. It was like a freaking perfect scenario. Oh. Man, so anyways, yeah, they're playing it up there. I was gonna ask you about that. And the other kids, uh, Jim's kids are playing with they already have theirs too, which I didn't know that would happen. So I found that out the other day. Um, so I guess everybody wanted to look at it early. Thanksgiving and Christmas are ruined, anyways. You might as well just start opening it. That's what I said. I'm like, does it really matter? I mean, it's just a it's just another Nintendo type thing, right? I mean, at the end of the day, yeah, good thing Santa wasn't bringing that one. Yeah, luckily they didn't have to worry about that. They weren't thinking that way, thank god. Wouldn't matter. Griff's too nosy. He just he'll find everything in here. It's like impossible to hide anything anymore. All right, guys. This All podcast right. going long enough. We'll see you next time on the show. Thanks for listening and uh take care. Stay safe. We'll see you guys. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.